Hey, Real Nerds. There's many ways to enjoy the Real Nerds podcast. You can listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, and now Spotify and iHeartRadio. You can see what we're up to around town by following us at Real Nerds on Instagram. And if you want to send us your thoughts, you can email us at realnerds at gmail.com or call us at 720-6NERDS5. Like us on Facebook at Real Nerds Podcast or tweet us at Real Nerds. And now on with the show. Shot and a real nerd can follow the plot, and a real nerd can but talk film. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Take it outside. Well, a real nerd knows who shot, and a real nerd can follow the plot, and a real nerd will give it all the guts. Lights, camera, action. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast. We are the best movie podcast on the internet, as verified by nobody. Every week we see a new movie and we podcast our experience to the world. This week we saw Mean Girls 2024. I am joined by Brad. Hey, what's up? Every week when we tell you if you should see the film or not, we'll play the trailer and then spoil the movie. Now we also talk about the big movie news of the week and things we've watched throughout the week. Brad, how's your week been going? Just busy, super busy. Got a lot of stuff going on. How about you? Uh, yeah, I was super busy until yesterday. And then um, now I'm on vacation for 10 days. So I'm good. <laughs> nice. What's that like? <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's, it takes a long time to get there, you know, cause I'm going to Disneyland, so you have to book it pretty far in advance, you know, because now you have to have park reservations and all this jazz. So they have a countdown on my Disneyland app, and because I have it to send push notifications, because when you're at Disneyland, you can get in line, and they'll send you notifications, which can go wait in line, so you don't have to wait as long. Anywho, (laughs) I keep on getting, like, these alerts, and it's like, um, hey, you're only... 60 days away from your trip. You're only 45 days. And I'm like, oh my God, could this make it any worse? <laughs> and I was supposed to testify today, but um, they called that off. So I didn't have to go to court at least. So that's good. Isn't it like weird, like how complicated going to a theme park is, <laughs> like especially Disneyland? Like it should be so oh, much yeah. easier. Well, it's way different now. Remember when we used to go when we went to E3? And. <laughs> We would just walk up to the gate and we'd buy a ticket and we'd go in. Yeah. Now you can't really do that anymore. I mean, you can, but you have to make sure that the park isn't sold out because you have to make a reservation, which you think would be easier because everything's on the app now. But this time we're staying at the inside Disneyland Resort, which they give you the amount of days you're staying at the park. But I actually didn't buy a ticket the last day because they had this deal that if you bought a one day ticket separately, then the child ticket was only $50. So I did that. And so they sent me those ones as soon as I bought them. But then the ones that we got that are included in our travel vacation package, they didn't release until like two days ago. 
So I have like six tickets in my app and I got to make sure that they only scan my four day ticket because my one day ticket has um, a blackout date and my four day ticket only goes or yeah, it goes until Saturday. So I got to make sure that I always scan the right ticket when I'm there. Uh, I don't know what you said, man, but you special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, a... yeah, it's, it used to be so easy. You just walk up to the, like, one ticket, please. And you go in. But I guess the parks are so popular that all this bullshit has to happen for that to, like, be yeah. a process. And then it's like, all I hear about is how much of a money pit the parks are. It's like, it seems like they're doing okay. Like, they've got plenty of people going. Oh, yeah. No, I think it's, um, I don't want to say who is spreading the, um, you know what news networks are spreading the lies <laughs> of the downfall of Disney, but it's definitely greatly exaggerated. I guess so. Um, you know, it's I, I literally just read an article online that they had to not allow any more people in like the week of Christmas because it was completely sold out. So, you know, Christmas, I get that's like a peak time because people are on vacation, yeah, and, but and they uh now they have um tiered tickets too so if you go during the less busy time it's not as much money like which what i'm going i usually always go during non-peak because it's like no joke it's literally almost 90 dollars less a day a ticket when we go so and i'm cool with it less crowds i get to ride more rides hell yeah less people always always better thing totally especially when you're watching movies you ever seen a movie by yourself in the theater it's great i i did today (laughs) i I think i was the only person at alamo littleton today was that for mean girls yeah it was really (laughs) really weird i i walked in and the lady up front says oh you're the one here for mean girls i go "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh and it's in their biggest theaters in their theater seven we yeah, were gonna, I was literally all by myself. We were going to turn off the projector for this one, but you're making us start it up. And you know, like when you go to Alamo, we've had this conversation before how you feel like you have to buy something. Mm-hmm. I really felt like I had to buy something this time <laughs> because I was the only one there and the poor server had to come check on me. And so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I only got a popcorn, so I still don't think she thought it was worth it, but you know. Yeah, it's a bummer. I like Littleton's my favorite one that we have, and uh, they just don't have the show times that keep me there. You know, I know it's it was weird. It's the first time I because I have to pick up my kid from school. It's the first time that they were the ones who had the early showing, and everywhere else it didn't start till one. And you know, there too, their showings, you know, is like three showings a day of each movie. Um, but you know, it's a small theater comparatively. Yeah, he- even when I do get to go there, it's like, yeah, it's pretty, I haven't seen a lot of crowds there. So it always makes me, you know, worried that, uh, if they had to oh. close one of the three, it would be that one. Uh, you're just not going to the right, uh, movies. We went and I went and saw, um, what's that stupid fucking cartoon that came out, uh, migration and it was sold out. So oh, yeah. Cause you saw like <laughs> a you know, family friendly movie. It's like they send all yeah. the, like the niche late night stuff that I love to Sloan's Lake. So that's why I don't get to go anymore. I know uh, they have one. They have uh they, they came together playing there and I really, really want to see it. Yeah. That movie is weird and funny at the same time. I just have to get the people in Aspen Grove and 
uh, Littleton to be more interested in cool niche stuff like me. I know that would be easy to do, right? Yeah, totally. If I think of a niche audience, is definitely in the affluent area of Aspen Grove. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely, the solution is changing the audience. (laughs) Easy task. Brad, speaking of which, do you recommend Mean Girls 2024? Uh, nah. <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> I uh, saw the original once back in, what, 2004, um, and haven't revisited, revisited it at all since, um, other than just, like, obviously it's become less, like, quotable uh cultural touchstone movie for a lot of people but not me so it was interesting kind of like revisiting this movie that i barely remember from 20 years ago um but a lot of it is just so cringe and corny (laughs) um and uh like i don't remember the original being like that but the musical element really adds to that so i was kind of (laughs) like wasn't really into it (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I thought this movie was fucking garbage. Um, <laughs> because, I, like you, I don't think I've seen the original Mean Girls in 20 years. I remember it was a really big deal when it came out. And Corinne, who's on this podcast, obviously loves the movie because she went and saw an early screening of it. And when I told her it was garbage, she really didn't text back. So I think I heard from weeks. Um, <laughs> well, I could say, I remember, uh, yeah. but like the original, I was like, you know, it didn't stick with me but i i like mm-hmm. i don't remember being like goofy and corny i was just like oh yeah like this is smart and like yeah i was written by tina fey right so like yeah uh it felt like it had an impact but like it you know it wasn't something like i loved but this yeah. one was just like uh i feel like this is just uh based on something cool but yeah just a, a modern for the kids <laughs> for the new kids take on it that i'm just like <laughs> a little off-putting uh, here's the trailer for Mean Girls. Oh, hell no! Bitch, move. Hey, PG-13, please. What was that? Oh, Lord, it's the Queen Bee. Regina George. Don't look her in the eye! You could be really hot if you change, like, everything. I met a guy in the summer and I Welcome to health and human sexuality. We'll be getting into abstinence, of course, then followed by in the spring, condoms and choking. You're learning things now that I don't know how to teach. Are you okay in there? We're concerned you're either doing drugs or having a toilet baby. Ew. We as women have to be able to support each other. Get in, loser. Welcome, Katie. You're never going to believe what I found this morning. Your burn book. Mom, go make snacks. For sure. For sure, Regina, yeah. Do you like gum? Sure. Oh, no, I don't have any. I I was just... You're a mess. We will help you, Caddy. Why are you dressed so scary? It's Halloween. Katie, if you don't dress slutty, that is slut-shaming us. That's just unprofessional. What? What's this? (laughs) We're gonna make her pay. All we've done is make Regina hotter and revive the wet look. Dance break. Who wrote all this junk? (laughs) 
Katie pushed her. Regina really should be lifting through her glutes. Look at this thing. I can't Sexy. even see it. Like a face breast. You're my pal, Katie. Incorrect. You have to pick a French name. Chanel. No. Celine Dion. No. Beyonce. Mean Girls is a film about a girl named Katie who is being homeschooled in Kenya and by her mom, Pam Beasley. And she goes to um, her mom accepts a job at Northwestern. So she goes to Chicago to go to a new school. And when she gets there, she's really awkward and out of place. Um, And she's super smart and she's in calculus. And then she meets a boy and then she becomes stupid and, um then there's like the mean girls the plastics there that she infiltrates with the encouragement of her friends the artistic outsiders and yeah and that's the fucking premise of this movie um when i was watching it i kept on no i kept flashing back to tim meadows in um dewey cox and i just wanted him just one time like Get out of here. You don't want no part of this. But it never I, happened. I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was watching it, Brad, um, and I know I really went fast through the plot of it, but that's basically what it is. Um, I can't I couldn't help but think about how smart and forward thinking Barbie was and how so ass backwards this movie was. Literally, Katie's whole arc is she's awkward finds a cute boy and pretends she's stupid to make him like tutor her and then she becomes petty when he goes back with you know regina and then she has this like revenge plot with her friends against her and i said this whole movie is about a crush on a boy like what the fuck is this well i mean that's not you know it's um, not like it's a not... a modern take on it, but like it's, you know, I think Tina Fey said it's like based on her own experience in high school. So like it's it's a little exaggerated, but you know that's yeah, it's no, not like I get that, but it's the thing that does like happen the... to girls. It does, but I, it doesn't have the snarkiness that uh, Tina Fey's original script had. It's like I just don't like how stupid she became, and you know, and then she all of a sudden this things flipped in her where she became a plastic again i don't remember the original movie maybe that's what happened in the original um yeah i think it but, plays out the same but yeah it's just the addition of you know, there's a couple of modern like i don't think cell phones were a big thing like because yeah, yeah there's like a like vlogging and uh tick tocking in the new movie that yeah definitely didn't exist in the original but like uh yeah essentially the core of the plot i think is the same uh yeah i mean i can't speak for it but i don't know i just seemed like a really I don't know. I just didn't. I thought I felt like we've moved past that trope, and I don't mind it being, you know, if it's a fun like kids movie or something. Um, but I, I don't know. I just didn't get that vibe from the. And um, I don't know. And the music wasn't that great in the musical part. Um, except the one scene why I did give this one and a half stars is her friend who voiced moana she's great in this movie 
And that one scene where she, I don't even remember what the song was, where she's flipping everybody off. That was, you know, in one take and it was really nicely staged and she's really great in it. And yeah, that was my favorite part of the movie. And it came about an hour and 30 minutes into it. Yeah. When she like tells her truth, I'm telling my truth or something. Yeah. And that was awesome. And I, I thought she was spectacular in that. I mean, she's running from room to room and singing and dancing and, um, and everybody is talented. Even the lady, uh, the girl who played Regina, I thought was really talented. But I think the script really let him down. Yeah, I just, uh, it, I don't, it, it kind of, like they were mean girls for sure, uh, both <laughs> yeah. sides. Um, I was, I, I remember uh, the plastics being more mean than um, uh, Katie. Like it seemed like Katie was way more mean in this one. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, like I always remember Lindsay Lohan just kind of being aloof and following along. I don't remember her like enacting her own plot to take down. But yeah, yep. again, that's just something because I don't remember. There's also did you notice like when she's in Africa, um, like the green screen, like the the yeah, of course I could tell that the uh like the ground was real, but the sky had been painted out. Yeah, it's super <laughs> obnoxious. Like you really can't just sit in a field and pretend it's Africa. Yeah, well, you gotta have like drafts walking in the background dude oh okay <laughs> sure um it, but yeah like all the all the musical numbers like just like the camera work of like all the kids in the school i, I don't know it just didn't like impress me i know and you know the and it was super obnoxious the uh the alpha predator one when everyone was acting like animals like, oh, oh God, yeah this is so fucking stupid the choreography is so corny yeah yeah but maybe we're not the target audience, Brad. Maybe Corinne is the target audience. Here's what Corinne had to say about Mean Girls. Hey, nerds. Corinne here for another installment of Showtime, where I talk about something cool I've been watching lately. And uh, I know this is our first one of 2024, and it's also my first one in a while, like at least six months. So sorry for the long break, but I'm back at it again. Hopefully I can do these a little bit more regularly. Um... I mean, I try not to do anime, but <laughs> you know how I roll. Like, I, I just have to throw an anime in there every now and again. But this time, it is not an anime. It is the new Mean Girls movie. I just got out of a preview screening. It was so much fun. Um, it was like a special We Wear Pink, or on Wednesdays, We Wear Pink party. Um, just a lot of, like, great energy in the theater. The gals who were in front of us, because uh, I went with my friend Krista, and they, the gals in front of us had clearly seen the musical before, and they were super into it. <laughs> and there were some people behind us that were singing along, too. So, I know, like, sometimes that's not appreciated, but, you know, in a theater atmosphere like that, where it's kind of, like, more of a movie party, I I was like, I'm okay with it. Um I don't want everybody doing it, but I was like, this this time it's okay. Um, I obviously love the original movie. I own it. I well, I won't say I watch it every year, but I do watch it probably once every two or three years. And I think it's a classic movie, or a classic teen movie, and a classic two thousands movie. So if you haven't seen it, you should. I meant to see the uh, stage musical when it was <sighs> was slated to be here in Denver, and I had tickets in March twenty twenty. And of course, you know, COVID happened, this show got canceled, and they were like, well, you could hold on to your tickets or you could sell them back. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to sell them back. And then whenever it was here, like two years ago, I ended up, I was like, eh, 
I'm theatered out for a bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off on this one. And I'm kind of glad I did, because obviously, like, a movie is a little bit cheaper and more accessible for me. And, uh, I mean, this was a really well-made movie, so I definitely want to go see it again. And, um, I'm hoping Jerry will come with me, because he was supposed to go with me to the stage musical. Um, yeah, so... I mean, if you've, I guess, I can't really be like, spoiler alert, because if you've seen the original movie, plays out pretty much exactly the same, hits all the same beats, has the same plot, same ending, all that, so, yeah, um, but yeah, this time it's a musical, and there are a few minor changes that I noticed, but, yeah, again, nothing really big, in fact, some of the cast members, yeah, some of the cast members you'll recognize from the original movie, and, uh, there are a couple of fun, fun cameos in there. I won't say who. Um, and the, the new cast, they're great. Um, I was especially surprised by the gal who plays Regina and the gal who plays Janice. Um, Janice's actress, is it Ali Cravalo? I'd, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce it. She's the gal who voiced Moana in the Disney movie. She's fantastic. She doesn't get to do much the first, I'd say, yeah, like the first act, but in the second half, she gets like one or two songs all to herself, and that's when she really stands out, and I was like, I feel like I know her, how do I know her? And then the credits roll, and I was like, oh yeah, duh! Um, but yeah, the gal who plays Regina is really good. She gets, I think, the most dynamic song numbers in the movie, and there's the one at the Halloween party that's really, really well done. Yeah, there are several numbers that just the, the the camera shots, the production, the props, and like how it all comes together, the music and everything. I was like, this is just so well made, and it's it, it really took advantage of the fact that it's a movie, and there were things that it could do that the stage musical couldn't. And of course, because it's a musical, there are things that this version of the film can do that the original couldn't. So it was kind of the best of both worlds. Um, it is updated for the modern day. Everybody's got phones, everybody's, you know, TikToks and Instagram and all this social media bullshit. Um, <laughs> it is kind of funny how they kind of work the burn book into that because they're like, oh my gosh, it was like, this is like what we did that week. They took our phones away. <laughs> Cause yeah, who even like has books or paper or pens anymore among these, these, Gen Alphas and TikTokers and all this shit. But yeah, this is definitely for Gen Z. And uh, based on what I saw in the theater, it was really hard to tell everybody's ages. I think most of the people were younger than us, but maybe not by much. You know, maybe like early, mid-20s. Um, but yeah, I think that the the Gen Zers will, will enjoy this. I think everybody will enjoy this if they... If you like the original movie... And if you, especially if you've seen the stage show and you like it, I think you're going to like this movie. If you haven't seen the original, I don't know, maybe, maybe you'd be okay with it. I think you either have to like the original movie or you have to like musicals in general. But if you don't like either of those, then I wouldn't recommend it for you because you'd, yeah, it's always hard to say, but I don't know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna guarantee it, but I, yeah, anyway, so, yeah, it's just really well made, and yeah, I want to go see it again, it was a ton of fun, and all the singing, acting was great, 
And like I said, they don't change the story too much. They just kind of update it a little bit. So, yeah, good time. And uh, it'll probably be on my film explosion for 2024. All right, so I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I will talk to you next time about something, probably an anime. What you gonna do? I don't know. Ooh, one final note before I go. If you haven't already, please go check out the Real Nerds website. By the time you guys are hearing this podcast recording, um, I will have a statistical recap of the 2023 Film Explosion episode up there. It will break down all of our lists by, you know, genre, categories, all that stuff. Um, So yeah, go check that out on the Real Nerds website, realnerdspodcast.com, and I will talk to you guys next time with something. Bye! So if you're like Corinne and you like it, then probably this movie's for you. Because I didn't get any of the Easter eggs. I laughed hardest when um, there was a Saturday Night Live skit before the during the pre-show with Tina Fey trying to get into the musical on Broadway, (laughs) and it was real and it was really funny. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't go to the Alamo, so I didn't get to see that. Yeah, <laughs> I did laugh at a. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, you're fine. Go ahead. I uh, I did like there were like a couple of good stuff. Like I I don't remember what the joke was, but when they uh when uh Katie first goes over to Regina's room, um, there was like some gag in there between like her entering the room and the burn book that I was that was really funny. And then yeah, like and I liked the Blair... uh, Kevin guy who was you know the math elite kid with his rap was funny oh yeah it's like uh, what did uh tim meadows say to him? like dude we talked about this <laughs> yeah can't do that yeah and then like her uh outcast friends when they're like riding around the scooter after the party or something yeah like, that get was to funny. Places. yeah <laughs> so like those two uh actors were great um uh, I don't know his name, but he was great. And then the lady, she was Moana's voice in Moana. She was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I, I think just the overall production really let them down because the, the, I don't know, the music numbers and then the choreography. I don't know. It was just uninspired to me. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I yep. That's about all I got. Um, like, like that- it, it, it's not like, garbage but it's just like there's just oh, something is. about there's just kind of like off-putting you know like yeah. obviously like the choreographer's really talented but i don't know if the creative choices were like oh that's like so impressive to me thank you yeah i agree it's I, just I, more I, like I, oh that's that's cringe <laughs> i just i like my um female characters like um laura croft in the reboot tomb raider where she doesn't need a man she just fucking kicks ass yeah and the idea idea of well she probably wouldn't be mean then (laughs) yeah true anyways yeah mean girls (laughs) the movie would be over if target audience (laughs) the movie would just like instantly be over if katie's like oh she went back with her boyfriend well i guess i can just find any other man at this party (laughs) i know movie is over (laughs) (laughs) like that's okay he can do what he wants movie's over (laughs) (laughs) this is the big news story of the week. It's real news! Mark your calendar, Brad. September 14th in Cleveland, Ohio. The first time ever Rod Stewart and Billy Joel are going to be in concert at Cleveland Browns football stadium. Dude, did you buy his tickets already? Uh, I haven't, but... (laughs) Um, I don't know. That's actually a pretty cool lineup. Um, 
Yeah, I, and, I saw Billy Joel and uh, Ellen John together like 25 years ago. So, yeah, I saw Billy Joel by himself at Pepsi Center a while ago, and he's really good live. Yeah. Um, and Rod Stewart's really good live. Obviously, I've seen him a bunch. I, I don't know if I want to go to Cleveland to do together. it. <laughs> they will. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, uh, I mean, I watched the news press conference, and it's really um, the Cleveland Browns president's wanted to put on a huge concert and i mean they've never performed together and obviously they're two huge acts so that's gonna bring people and it's only for one night unless it's super popular and sells out then i'm guessing they might go to other places but i, th I think it will i mean oh, yeah, also that madison square garden like in his hometown for like a decade so <laughs> yeah um i mean billy joel's more popular in america than rod stewart so my guess would be like 60% Billy Joel, 40% Rod Stewart. But between the two, I think they'll be able to sell 65,000 tickets. So, um, yeah, actually, but the real movie news is it's actually local. Brad, did you hear this story? Blumhouse has purchased parts of the Stanley Hotel, and they're going to make it a horror movie uh, museum. And a 10,000 square foot film center to um, exhibit horror movies and other films at the Stanley motel. I did hear about this. Like that's it's, freaking awesome. It wasn't a Blumhouse, but like, I feel like we did talk about this like a year or two ago. Yeah. So uh, Blumhouse is calling it a mini Academy museum dedicated to horror. Um, so uh, that's pretty sweet. Tim, if you ask me, because yeah. obviously, you know, the Stanley is iconic in Colorado and in movie lore for The Shining. Um, yeah, I've never been. I want to go, but like, it just seems like one of those things that you'll just never get into because it's so popular. Yeah, but now that they're, I mean, I was reading, it's going to cost $70 million for them to do this. But if you make it a destination and hopefully... Because they had like the Bruce Campbell Fest there, but now you can do like another like horror movie thing there. Yeah, there was a Stanley Film Fest there for a while. Yeah, so I'm excited. I think that's really cool. You know, something unique to Colorado. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it preserves the iconic Stanley Hotel. You know, that's, I mean, it's a historic landmark, but now you give another reason to go visit it. It's awesome. Yeah. Is it officially a historic landmark like the Mayan? It is. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so good for Colorado. Good for horror movie fans. That's what I like to hear. Hey, we also watch things throughout the week. In a segment I call, What We've Been Watching. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Brad, how was your movie-going experience this week? You know, I was bummed that you didn't get to make it out to the room. Um, I know, know I'm super bummed too. I tried really hard. I know it's not like you have a ton of options, like options left to do it. But uh, I wasn't going to, but I went anyway. And I am actually kind of glad you didn't go to this one because uh, oh, yeah. the audience was not the best audience that I've. How been many to. times have you seen that movie? By the way, well, I don't keep an exact count, but uh, Letterbox, the times I've entered it on Letterbox uh, is 16. Wow. So that's over like, I don't know, over a decade's worth. So 
<laughs> Considering they play it every fr- last Friday of the month, that's not a lot. Tommy Wiseau really appreciates it. Yeah, I'm, I've really only gone to... I've mostly gone to the ones that he's there for, so... Mm. Like, and last year, I was like... um, I thought I went, like, four or five times, and uh, mm-hmm. apparently I didn't go once um, huh. prior to, de- to December, so... I didn't do that much that last year or I just, I guess forgot or I lost the ticket and forgot. I don't know. But, mm. um, yeah. So like I watched it, but like this crowd was more inclined to just make up new shit and yell it at the screen. Mm. And the past ones where I've been to where like everyone knows what to do. Yeah. So, and then there was like, this really embarrassing part where there's a part in the movie where Tommy Wiseau looks at a corner of the screen um, and it looks like he's looking at people in the corner of the room. So a bunch of us will run down to the corner of the screen mm-hmm. and stand there going like, Hey, Tommy, look over here, Tommy, Tommy, look at us. Um, and I was the only one who did that. So it just looked <laughs> to the, to the room of new, like it felt like it was a room of like a lot of new people. So yeah, I just looked this random asshole right down there and just like <laughs> r- shouted a bunch of random shit and then ran back to his seat. So and now they're going to be like, I went to the room and this fucking dipshit yeah. by himself. <laughs> it's weird too because like, uh, there's also another part where like people bring a like a Nerf football and like toss it around during the football tossing scene, and mm-hmm. they did that twice. So I was like, oh, I figured everyone yeah. knew when to get up and sit down. And like the part I talk about, I usually forget to do because um, <laughs> so close to the end of the movie. And yeah, I just. Um, <laughs> 40 year old asshole with all these like 20 years old like the people next to me brought like a whole bottle of wine to the thing i was like they snuck it in it's like does it sell out all the time i wouldn't say sell out but it's more attended than a lot of movies i see there huh so and uh this like this is the winter so it'd probably be even more packed uh you know if we were able to get to the summer but um yeah there's just more obnoxious because people you know, you get those people in the crowd who say like one clever thing and they're like, oh, I'm a star. And then they just like <laughs> take over and have to just add more shit to it. So not a good experience at the room this time, huh? Not the best one I've ever done. Um, yeah. So hopefully if you can go next month, it'll be better. Yeah, I'm thinking so because that's the last Friday, right? Yeah, every last Friday. Yeah. If I remember right, I'm on my admin schedule, quote unquote, at that time. So I don't have anything else going. I just have to go into work more early. Should we good? Um, let's see. And then uh I saw Badlands, which was um uh That's a Martin Ma- Sheen movie. Martin Sheen's CC SpaceX movie from like the seventies, um, where they're just kind of like a Bonnie and Clyde. Um yeah. and that was okay. Uh, the only cool part is, uh, at the Charities, when they do these, they have like this, uh, educated guy talk about the movie and like do a Q and a with the crowd and stuff and explain yeah. it. And, uh, so that was all right. But the movie itself is kind of like criminals existing and, uh, wandering through the Midwest. That is a bad land. <laughs> Someone, there was a funny comment on Letterboxd. Someone reviewed it said like, I don't, I don't, uh, I think the, the lands get a bad rap. It was really more the people who are bad and not so much the <laughs> land. Some of that effect. So, um, that was cool. Uh, then, the uh, I saw the zone of interest, which is obviously in the Oscar, uh, category this year for best picture and a couple other things. And, um, correct. 
Uh, not that interesting to me. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the zone of interest did not include you. Did not include me. Um, <laughs> I do think it's pretty interesting that they were able to make a uh, like World War II Nazi movie where you don't see like just gross, blatant depictions of uh, you know executions of Jews in the movie. Um, it, it is pretty creative that it's you know really kind of takes place inside the like main officer's house like right next to the camp so you're always hearing you're always hearing the horrors but you're never really seeing anything graphic or um awful mm. uh which in itself is kind of uh disturbing um uh, but yeah it's really you're just watching this family exist <laughs> like just do their day-to-day shit um the dad is a uh, you know rising through the ranks and his wife is just you know gardening and taking care of their kids and they'll have other people over and they have like some Jews that work in the house. So occasionally they'll do something bad and then they, uh, the wife will threaten to send her, you know, send them over to the camp and stuff. And, um, oh. so it's a yeah. happy movie in, in a way. It's kind of like, it's sort of humanizing the Nazis. Uh, yeah. That this family kind of like the, the dad, it, it kind of seems like he doesn't like what he's doing, but he's playing along just cause you know, it helps him, you know, survive in the world, um, sure. get some what he wants out of life. And his wife really loves that. <laughs> like she is mm. ready to, she'll do anything, including like leave him or even kill him to stay in that house. Oh, um, wow. yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's from the maker of under the skin. So it's a very slow, quiet, eerie. Oh, I do like under the skin a lot. Yeah. But it's not as like weird or, uh, it's, you know, I don't know, supernatural like that was Mm -hmm. Uh, definitely not a sci-fi movie, but um, yeah. And then just kind of ends and you're just like, okay, I saw that movie. (laughs) That was a take. (laughs) Not, not sure what I was supposed to get out of it. It doesn't really feel like it's, it's examining anything. It's just like here, I'm, I'm showing you how the Nazis lived next door. (laughs) There it is. Watch them ignore the horrors of what they're doing. (laughs) <laughs> bastards because they want to survive too um yeah and the last thing i saw was flame and hot which is the cheetos movie oh yeah yeah which i heard was terrible but i didn't mind it you know it's it's not great um but i think it's fun i don't know how i don't know how true it is either but uh yeah just uh you know hispanic guy uh works his way up uh has a great idea and uh you know, Cheetos doesn't just outright steamroll them and take it from them, which is nice. <laughs> or, Good on Chester Cheater. Or maybe they did and they just uh, glossed it over so they could uh, get <laughs> Cheetos to approve the movie. I hope not because Ava Mendez was the, uh, no, um, I'm sorry. Longoria, um, director. Ava yeah. Longoria was the executive producer. So hopefully she wouldn't let that happen. There was one part where they kind of, you know, uh, I forget the the guy's name but um towards the late part of the movie he does use his uh skills as a drug dealer to push the product that's not selling so like i don't know if that's real or if that's a kind of like a bad cue for like (laughs) uh a way to like have him succeed you know like take Hispanic guy, use your drug selling skills to like push these Cheetos in your community. It's like, 
I, yeah, that seems like a weird take unless it was real. Like, you wouldn't just do that fictionally without expecting some heat on that one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was fun. What'd you watch? Yes. Um, actually, I just rewatched some things. I embarrassingly have 321 Blu-rays that I haven't watched. Either yeah, I've bought I, the movies. I'm going to side with the wife on this one. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and Or I've upgraded them. And I just haven't got around to doing it because I'm a piece of crap. So, so, so you're counting stuff that you have seen, but you're just like, I bought a fancier new disc. So, oh yeah. So like, um, like the first one I watched was Flash Gordon, um, in 4K. <laughs> um, so what I did is I went through my whole collection and I wrote down every movie that I hadn't seen uh, on Blu-ray. I've seen them, possibly I've seen them, but I haven't seen them on Blu-ray. If that makes sense, and as I was writing the list, I'm like, oh my God, I am a piece of shit. Like, um, because I also have a bad habit of like going to used places and I'll buy like three or four of them. And then they just collect dust or I'll go on screen factory sales or Kino Lorber sales. And I watch a, a probably like 60% of them. And then I get distracted by the new shiny thing. Um, so I, I wrote them all down and then I would, then I just put a, a numbers next to them and it was 321. So I went to a random number generator. And so the first one was flash Gordon, which is a silly movie from the eighties. Um, the production design is really cool. Um, the movie is really kind of stupid. Um, but the arrow 4k Blu-ray is really cool. Um, I did not get the limited edition of that one because I don't think it's that great of a movie. So that was one I waited till it was on sale for like $17 and I got it. Um, but the upgrade to 4K is really, really nice. Um, and it's like a cheesy, fun movie. Um, the second one I watched is the 1997 Mulan or is it 98? Um, 4K Wait. Steelbook. Um, that Best Buy put out. The Steelbook is beautiful. Wait, what? Um, Sorry. Uh, the Mulan. Um, oh yeah the cartoon um the steelbook is beautiful and watching the movie again i'm like oh this movie is actually you know it's good i don't know if it's a great disney movie um beautifully animated though and some of the songs are really great in it um and i mean i think most people know the story um but it's just well animated on 4k on 2d the best part of it is how vibrant the colors are and so that looks stunning. And um, the last thing I watched is uh, a John Krasinski movie directed by Sam Mendes called Away We Go. And I think it's like 2007 as well. Um, Maya Rudolph is his girlfriend in it. And it's them on a journey um, while she's pregnant to discover kind of their life. Yeah, actually, I actually think we talked something. about this in our like film explosion 2010. Or yeah. Um, 2010. You just said it was 2008. Is it, I I don't remember off the top. It might be 2010. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think um, it's 2010 because I think it was on, like on James's list or something. Yeah, it's just a cute movie and it's really fun. Um, and that's what I watched this week. So now I'm down to 318. So, and that's before my rover Dangerfield comes in this week. <laughs> I guess you need to. Maybe cancel that Disneyland trip and just sit there and crush, <laughs> crush that list. 
So I, I will crush it in April. Um, my wife is going on a trip to Vegas with her two girlfriends. So I'm, I have to take the week off because I have to take my kid to school and obviously take care of him when he gets out of school. Um, so I will watch hopefully a lot of movies that week and start knocking this list down to make it more respectful. <laughs> yeah. Definitely need to take a, that leveraging the thing of like when your wife complains about like you have too many Blu-rays and you don't watch them. This, this doesn't help your case. So I know it makes it like, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I did not think I had that many. And as I was making the list, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm a piece of fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And it's things like, you know, Wakanda forever, like movies that I do really like, um, but I get the steel books so I can always have the steel books to, you know, make sure my collection stays the same. And, um, but I see it like two or three times in the theater. So I don't have this like urge to watch it right away again. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So at the end of the day, I'm a piece of crap. Uh, my wife is right, but she'll never listen to this podcast. So I'll never admit to her that she was right. And, um, yeah, hopefully I'll be able to knock out a bunch. Um, that's going to be my goal going forward. <laughs> and, um, luckily I don't think there's any movies really coming out that I want anything Marvel, the Marvels and kindergarten cop and 4k are the only things I have coming in the next like month and a half. Yeah. This whole best Buy thing, it definitely, yeah. My attention on what's coming out is definitely waned. Cause I'm like, where, where do I really look like? I don't really yeah. want to walk into Walmart every week, checking things out and Amazon. Well, no. I, I can buy from, but I'm always wary about, am I going to get the slip cover? I mean, am I going to get a smashed case? What's going on there? Yeah. I'm, I've been pretty lucky. I did get, I finally bought Barbie on 4k because it dropped to like $16 and I got, I thought I was going to get the slip case and I got it today. So nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I have the same panic when I order them as well. I forgot to talk about it. Uh, one cool thing at, uh, at Best Buy was, um, no, I told you this. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell the listeners at home. Um, yeah. so the, the South Glen Best Buy next to me is going out of business. And then, um, uh, I went in there because I'd seen people posting online that they'd, uh, the new release rack, it's like, it's, it's this autonomous thing and it has like advertisements for the movies that they just put out. Um, mm-hmm. so mine had Indiana Jones and Ninja Turtles on either side. And so, um, I was, I, I was like, I asked him, you know, can I have that poster? And they totally gave it to me. So nice. Yeah, I figured they're like, can you well, charge you anything? No, I was ready to fork over money for it too. <laughs> nice. I was going to slip them something, but they're just like, yeah, let me check with the supervisor. And then like five minutes later, like they just pulled it right out in front of me. Like it's yours. Here you go. <laughs> like, thanks. Yep. That's so, awesome. Sorry. You're out of a job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure they'll be able to work at another Best Buy, right? Yeah. Hopefully. Actually, I think all the people there that day were just like the regional people who have to come in and just mm. <laughs> take over. Cause there's like, there's one guy who was working the door for years every time I went in there. And yeah, he, I haven't seen him since this year. So I think oh, all sure. the regular employees have gone home <laughs> and they've got the well, closing employees. They got some severance or they helped them find another Best Buy to work at. Hopefully. Yeah. Maybe I'll go to the Littleton one and that person will be there or the uh, Park Meadows one. Maybe they got shuffled around. But yeah, it's sad. It's, yeah. It was a smaller Best Buy and you could usually get stuff that the other ones didn't have there. So, and they um, had the most, 
they had the most Blu-rays left uh, than the other ones I've been to. Sometimes when I can't find, like, I'll search for, you know, a steelbook or something, and it'll say there isn't one near me. Then I'll just hit, you know, search other Best Buys, and the Casper Wyoming one always pops up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we got to do. That's the solution. We just move to a different state. <laughs> yeah. Definitely I would never live in Wyoming. <laughs> Fuck that place. They're probably like, we're taking out all the Blu-rays from all the Best Buys, except for Wyoming, because... <laughs> They have few options on going anywhere for any kind of things like this. Really, they just have wind there, and it's not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, next week, our film of the week is Argyle. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, it's either that or that. Um, that is the big one. There is a cool movie uh, coming out called She is Conan. I know. I want to see that, too. Except, if, you know, it's made in France, so it might drive me crazy. Yeah, it's also almost sold out constantly, so mm. hopefully they have it more often than they're showing it. But Well, if it keeps on selling out, I'm sure they'll make more of it available. Because it's a Fantastic Fest one, right? It is, but I don't know if they do that for those. Like, huh. I think they're limited release ones. You know, it's like not the Oscars where they bring them back and just expand the show times. It's kind of like, yeah, true. we've booked it for this weekend, and then the wide but release will come cool later about a lady who goes through time and, you know, kills a bunch of people. Yeah. So well, yeah, it's, it's the Schwarzenegger movie, but gender swapped yeah. and super weird. Yeah. Weird. French movie. That's weird. Who knew? <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So, yeah so, Argyle. Uh, maybe Argyle is fun. I like Bryce Dallas Howard. So she's super talented. She's a great actress and now she's a great director as well. So Hopefully it'll be fun. I think the only thing that really frustrates me is the visual effects in the trailer. Just like yeah, the cat looks so fake. And when they fall off the building, it looks super fake. That's just, dude, that was a trailer from like three months ago. I'm sure they're working on it and <laughs> it's going to be like a plus. Well, we'll find out. Yep. Until next week, we'll see you at the movies. Bye. Thanks for listening to Real Nerds Podcast, a Nebulous Visions production. Stream or download episodes, read articles at realnerdspodcast.com. Stream us on Apple or Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Follow us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. Twitter and Instagram, at Real Nerds. Watch us on YouTube, Real Nerds Podcast. Email us at realnerds at gmail.com. Call us at 720-6Nerds5. Thank you to Sparks Mandrill, Mike at Plan 9 Studios, and Bologna for all of our groovy theme songs. And that's how you fucking do it.